0: Alright, how is everybody today? Welcome to Restaurant Punk.
1: Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi, Welcome back. Oh, shit. He, I think this is the first here? time
0: with the three of us. I know. It's oh, very exciting. Christ. This is I'm not an orgy now, right? This is actually, I think it may be considered, no, it's a threesome. It could be like a Milano cookie. Those are good. I can yeah. go for some right now. Alright, so, I've been thinking in my head for something we could talk about. Greece. Grease? I'm really excited for Greece or well, but it kind of has to do with it. Nice. We'll call it Eastern European. So you have a restaurant and you don't have staffing because the area doesn't supply enough or because everybody wants to do this, that, and the other thing and you need staffing and people start coming into you that have no, no clue what to do in a restaurant. They just need a job. What do you do in that? Do you sacrifice the integrity or the customer care of a restaurant just to get hands in there for a server for somebody that's never served uh just in our instance j1 students they yeah, come J1's. down every year if you don't have anybody working and you need servers do you hire j1 students from russia bulgaria romania and some of them, don't get me wrong have great work ethic but all just of them do. you what all of them do well very true <laughs> but what do you do like how does that work how does that work? You've been to some of the local places that are really big that need like 40, 50 people to work, and they're just staffed like that. Even fine dining where you're paying $60, 70 $100 per person to go in and dine there.
1: If they can talk, if they can speak English, hire them as a server. Really? Yeah, I go for it right away. If their English is rough, start them in the kitchen as a uh, dishwasher
0: or prep or on the floor as a busser. Well, are they going to say, yeah, I'll hop in the kitchen? Are they just gonna do that yeah why not they want a job well what are you gonna do with the front of the house then how are you gonna fill that up well are you 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 hire what are you are we just talking the entire well look there's people that come in that they're just broken English they I know they try. they're just not coming across I, you get as a, a busser then you start them as a busser. yeah but you still need servers where are they coming from well when a man when loves they, a woman <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> I don't know well remember what from. happened remember during covid covid comes around we stayed open. A lot of the restaurants stayed open. We had to accommodate to everybody that lives down here. And a lot of people came from the big cities to come down here. And that was the year.
2: But and are the- we just talking about J1 people? Or are we talking about literally anyone? Because let's say we get the J1s. And yeah, like he's saying, put them in a busser position. Put them in a kitchen position. Mm-hmm. Put them somewhere where you can make them comfortable to get the job done. But if you're just talking about any Joe Schmo, like off the street. Yeah, put the more English-speaking people on the front of the house. And then put the others well, like you know organize it in a way. But if you are just talking
1: to counter
0: pitch. that, but to I am on agree with you. Any Joe Schmo, what do they look like? Well, yeah, that's a good thing You know because what I'm saying? aesthetically looking at somebody too takes a it's a big part. It's a big part because you are not going to hire just anybody to be the face of your restaurant, hostessing. We're taking care of tables. Well, then that comes down
2: to, I feel like the management, like making sure that they have a clear description when you come in, if you have hair longer than your shoulders, pull it back. If you like, you you can't just wear anything off the street into work, here's your uniform. Like you can dictate how they show up and present themselves to work to an extent, to an extent.
0: But see, that's where I was going to go too. All right. Not everybody looks like I will not look the same as George. Coming into a restaurant in the same uniform, you will not look the same as somebody else coming in. I'm fat, you're it. not. So just want to throw that out there. But you still look good. Don't tell me twice. Fuck. And not, listen, when it comes down to it, not everybody presents the same way wearing the same clothing, too. How do you go about that without discriminating against somebody how they, else? How they
1: hold themselves, how they present themselves?
0: Well, do you, you know what I'm
1: saying? What if you have, a, say you have a whole bunch of tattoos? You have a tattoo sleeve on, right? Okay. All right. Say you have a tattoo sleeve on. And you're clean cut and you have, I don't know, a nose piercing, but you talk well and you're personable.
0: Don't you hire them?
2: Yeah, 100%. Of course. Definitely. I feel like the way of the world is so different. Like there's people fucking delivering babies with a sleeve of (laughs) tattoos and nose piercings. You know what I mean? So like the whole concept of you can't serve tables because you have tattoos or like it's a bad representative. Like, no, people are bringing in new life into this world with tattoos. So I feel like that is way more acceptable than it used to be. That's why I'm just trying to hone in on like, are we going for dialect and the English language? Are we going for aesthetics? Are we going for like just I the broad? F- well, I f-
0: going I, I, as a
1: whole, I guess, right? As a
0: whole, yeah. It's a it's a book. It's not, you know, you're talking about different chapters of a book. I mean, you have to put all these things together to, you know, for it to come across like aesthetically, uh, verbally and just, you know, common sense sometimes plays a huge role into it because, We've had people that work for us that we're just having a pleasant conversation. But the way they come across, it's not the
2: I just feel like it comes down to the standard of what you want. Like when you hire someone, does your company have a standard? The way that people look, the way that people dress, the way that people come in, the times that they come in, the language that they speak, how well they're able to speak that language, things along those lines, you know, I mean,
1: yeah, yes. I mean, if we're at that. I at that we're talking about the language they speak and whatnot. Um, but to go back to J1s, if a J1 can speak English and write English, in our restaurants, most of our – 80% of restaurants have uh, hand-checked notebooks. So if they can write something, I mean, and they can speak, give them an opportunity to serve, I mean, just to have that opportunity to, and to show growth. Ooh. And if they have – say you have somebody that starts as a busser and they see that person, uh, like, serving already – wouldn't they want to think themselves, let me learn English, let me learn how to write so I can start serving? Well, at the same...
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And... Yeah. okay. Sorry. Sorry, no.
2: Just Sorry. take a moment you, we're not for allowed these to guys. Do that. Yeah. Like, we can just take a moment. The
0: producer said we can't hold hands. All,
2: All, right. Right. All right.
0: But at the same time, when I worked in Philly at one restaurant that I won't say its name, but at the moment, it's not around anymore, but it was one of the most fine dining establishments. They were very discriminatory to certain people and they wouldn't hire certain people because they didn't think that would come across the right way. There's in their a establishment. lot of
2: places like that, like, and again, coming from Texas, there's a lot of places that you're, I, I hate to say it, you're prominently going to see more of the white people in the front and the darker skinned people in the back, like, and, and they're more than qualified to be in the front, but they'll keep them as, you know, someone who's either a food runner and or on the expo, even though they have better personal skills than half the people on the floor.
0: Agreed. A hundred percent. And I've seen a lot of talent go to waste because of how management is running that location and it holds them back so much, which
2: comes that. to the precedence of the standards that you set as a business. And owner. you okay.
0: said that this restaurant's no longer around. Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to say like it, fucking grow up, man. It held its it held its position in the state of Pennsylvania for almost 30 years as one of the finest restaurants and McDonald's. Yes. OK. A hundred percent.
2: But the world changes and the things world become does change. Less, yeah. You know, I mean, I pray that this world goes into a better direction with discrimination. And I think that that's where we're leading. So a lot of those places are going to fail if they keep their old mentalities that way. But as far as just like the general topic goes, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I feel like personally, there's going to be times in a restaurant to where you're going to just have to take someone in with a heartbeat. You're going to have to, you know, if you need to fill that spot, like even if it sacrifices
0: the front, like wouldn't you rather say like and I've been in this position before. All right. I'm sure it's staffed right now. Do I fill in the gap with a, you know. Grade C server to take care of the tables, which it'll reflect. Or do I say, you know what? Cut that section off for the tonight for tonight. Keep my powerhouse running the rest of the restaurant. Do you take that hit financially on the table? Well, I mean, fuck. Start with that peach. I'm sorry. I got to throw I got to throw this in the middle. Okay. But what do you do? Do you close off a section? Do you take that monetary hit at the restaurant to keep a certain standard? Does it depend on am I fine dining or is it a corner spot? Like, what do you do? I mean that just
1: happened to me over the summer because I was down a couple servers. So I had two servers and I had in, uh, ten tables inside and seven outside. So what I did is I put one server outside, I put one server inside, and I cut down tables. And people were like I could sit there. I'm like, well, guess what? You can wait because that's all I have staff wise.
0: So you take the hit. I'd rather hit. give the customers the, the best experience, the best experience you can, and say, you yeah. know what? Fuck the money. I'll find the person when I find it, and we'll open it back up. Yeah, that's what I do. Right. Money's toilet paper. Money, comes money's goes. toilet. It comes and goes. Yeah, but sometimes you got to pay the bills. Sometimes you can't. You don't have the luxury. I flush the bills on the toilet, so. <laughs> Yeah, take that.
2: Uh, uh. We we rip them up uh. on our counters at our house. Um, <laughs> no, I I see what you're saying though. Is closing down that section. I think also it could come into play. Like if you have, I think we were talking about like having, you know, like a lion and a sheep, or a lion and a hyena. In one of our previous yes. uh, conversations, is. If you have one lion and one hyena, sometimes obviously like the lion's going to be like, okay, fuck this. But if you give one lion a whole pack of fucking hyenas, then yeah, you're screwed. I feel like you could get away with having someone strong and someone a little bit weaker because even if that weak person has, let's say three or four tables, that strong person can still go up and save a little face. They can still go up and help out instead of losing out on too much. You can have that one like where... I mean, at Vintage, we all help each other. You know, we all pull the weight. There's obviously going to be some weak links every now and again, but the strong people will still go and check on those other tables. But how many to restaurants
0: have you been at that the team works together so well? All of the Kara restaurant group. Well, restaurant. mine is Kara yeah. restaurant group. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But I've, I've, a lot of places I've worked, and mainly I've worked back at the house, but it doesn't, it's always a, uh, yeah, I'd say it's like a, for... a, a two out of five. Yeah.
2: Two out of five. But yeah, no, that I mean, solid topic. Don't get me wrong. I I think that it no matter what, it's a gamble.
0: Yeah,
1: nice one, Pete. That was a great topic. Well,
2: I'm sorry, you know, it just
0: somebody had to talk about it at some point. You're flying down, by the way. Damn it, I looked, I fucking looked. They're so corny.
2: Get me out of here. All
0: right, (laughs) deuces. All right, guys, thank you. Spirit fingers for George.